Hi everyone and welcome back to Long Story Short, where we go through the parasha each and every week in a matter of minutes to be able to keep you up to date as to what's happening that week in the Torah. Our series is sponsored in loving memory of Yosef ben Zara and Shilomo ben Rivka. This week's parasha is Parashat Vayakel. It describes how after Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain with the second set of tablets, after gaining the forgiveness of God for the golden calf last week, God gathers the Jewish people through Moshe to be able to tell them to actually start the process of building the Mishkan, the tabernacle. But before he tells them about building it and what they need in order to be able to get it to, to get it together, Moshe Rabbeinu reminds them about keeping the Shabbat. Our sages explain that this idea was meant to convey to the Jewish people that even though they had this unbelievable mitzvah, the mitzvah of building the sanctuary of God, the Mishkan, they were not allowed to build it or do any of the things that were required to build the Mishkan on the Sabbath. Those things that were required to build the Mishkan became the basis and the framework for all of the melachot, the actions that are forbidden to do on Shabbat. The parasha then continues and describes all of the various ingredients that are required in order to build the vessels for the Mishkan and the structure of the Mishkan building itself. Moshe Rabbeinu asks all the people to come together and the people start to give and they give and they give and they give. They give so much that Moshe Rabbeinu actually has to tell the people, stop giving, you've given too much. Moshe Rabbeinu appoints uh, Bitzalel and Aholiav to be the two people who are going to be in charge of running all of the construction for this project. The Jewish people begin to build the temple. They build the outer walls. They build the uh, rugs that covered over the top of the Mishkan. They built the beams. They built the sockets. They built all of the vessels as well that were required to have the Mishkan, i.e. the ark itself from the Holy of Holies, the menorah, the table for the showbreads, the inner incense altar, the outer altar for the korbanot, the uh, kior for washing the hands. Each and everything was built to its exact specifications. The parasha mentions again and again and again and again, ka'asher tziva Hashem et Moshe, just as God had commanded Moshe. First of all, because all of this was being done through an intermediary, a third party, i.e. Bitzalel, it had to be said that these things were being done according to Moshe's requirements and not according to some artistic license that Bitzalel was introducing into the picture. Not only that, the primary difference between the elements of the Mishkan, which were physical things, and the golden calf, which was a physical things, both were there to enhance spirituality. The fundamental difference between them was that one of them was actually commanded through Moshe, through Moshe from God to the Jewish people, whereas the golden calf was something that they had done of their own initiative, rendering it actually idol worship. The parasha ends by saying that they not only built all the vessels and all the things that they needed, but they also built, they also concocted the connection of uh, spices and oil that were required in order to make the uh, Shemen HaMishcha, the oil, and as well the spices that were required for the Shemen HaMishcha. When they finished building all of that, the final element of the parasha tells us that they built the outer courtyard with its curtains and the pegs and hooks that were required to be able to set, separate a space outside of the temple to create a holy environment around a holier environment. The, we learn from this the process uh, of growth is actually one of stages, and one does not just go from mundane to holy in one split second. Thank you so much for listening. Shabbat Shalom.